0: We're about to take a deep dive into satellite radio in cars. This is AutoLine. Radio continues to thrive as a communications and entertainment media, largely thanks to the automobile. Driving in your car provides broadcasters with a perfect place to deliver their content. They have a captive audience. But traditional radio is under attack. It's not just AM and FM anymore. Now it's satellite radio, both XM and Sirius. And then there's HD radio lurking in the wings. Plus, all kinds of people are bringing MP3 players and podcasts into their cars. To get an insider's view of where this is all taking us, my guest today is Mel Carmazan, the CEO of Sirius XM, which is the merger of Sirius and XM Radio. Do you have either one in your car? Well, what's the merger mean to you? To help me get to the bottom of all this are Jeff Gilbert from WWJ News Radio 950 in Detroit and Neil Bodet with the Wall Street Journal. We'll be back to interview Mel Carmazan right after this. Visit our website for even more great content all week long. AutoLine Extra, John's Journal, podcasts, and even more. So click over and get the inside view at AutoLineDetroit.tv. From our studios in the Motor City, this is AutoLine. Here now is John McElroy. Welcome to our discussion right now with Mel Karmazan, the former president and CEO of CBS, the former president and COO of Viacom, and currently the chief executive officer of Sirius XM Radio. Mel, great to have you here on the set of AutoLine. It's good to be here. Thanks. And we're also being joined today by Neil Bodet with The Wall Street Journal and Jeff Gilbert with WWJ News Radio 950. Great having both of you here too. Pleasure. Uh, Mel, the car business, it's melting down. It's cratering right now. So much, I got to believe, of your sales, your subscribers come out of the car business. How's business between Sirius XM and the
1: auto industry right so, now? So, uh, number one, uh, obviously, I'd like to see a healthier car market. I'd like to see our partners do a lot better. What's happening for us, though, is that we are dramatically increasing the penetration into the vehicles. So, at a time when the total number of vehicles being sold are lower, the numbers that are being sold including satellite radio are actually increasing so we will add more gross ads with satellite radio this year than we did last year and 2009 even god forbid in a 12 13 million number of uh, cars made we'll have more satellite radios in them than they did in 07. that's an amazing statistic well what's happening is that um today Um, the penetration rate is going from about a third, where one third of all of the cars that come off the assembly line have satellite radio in, to where in 2009, it'll be 50%. So what's happening is as the production is coming down, the penetration rate is going up. So having said that, I, I mean, I wish there were more cars you know, uh, being made, and uh, not only for uh, our sake, but for our partner's sake. But we're, you know, seeing growth uh, in spite of the market being the way it is.
2: Now, you have a target to try to get to profitability in the next year or so. Any of the headwinds in the economy posing a challenge there that might impact that? Yeah, I, I, I think the biggest, you know, issue on what's going on in the
1: economy that's uh, affecting us is the need for us to refinance some debt. So it's it's not so much um, the fact that we're not. Hitting our numbers, or we're not growing our number of subscribers, or we're not capturing the synergies of the merger, that's within our control. I would say the biggest impact to us uh, has been the freeze in the debt market because in 2009, we have some debt that needs to be refinanced and today it's sort of a very ugly market to try to get something done.
2: Where are you in capturing those synergies? How far along are you in that process? I'm I'm pleased to say very far along. So we first uh, identified that there would be
1: approximately $400 million of synergies. We upped that to $425 million. We uh, have looked at the company uh, inside and out, feel very confident that in 2009, we will be able to go from um, you know $425 million of operating costs less than if in fact we didn't merge. So uh, feel very, very confident in that and probably feel that that number is apt to be increased um, because there's that much more synergy for us to get.
3: No. What, what's the trend with um, uh, subscriptions? You mentioned that that the penetration rate is going up, but what, what about subscriptions and people extending that first year if they get the first year of satellite radio f- with the car? Um, we're we are in a tough economy, and people are looking to cut back their spending. That looks like it could be an an easy easy thing to do without.
1: So one of the things that we're monitoring very carefully is what happens to our churn rate. You know, to see right. you know. So we talk about getting subscribers. That the key to us is keeping subscribers and so far we have not been able to identify anything that's changed as a result of the economy i I mean it's a little counterintuitive i mean i keep looking every day you know but that our self-pay churn rate is between 1.6 and 1.8 percent and that's where it is currently you know performing at so if you go back to the cars that are made so uh if and let's just use 12 million, that if 12 million cars are made uh, to serve the US uh, a year, 6 million will leave the the factories with satellite radio. Roughly 3 million of those people, there's a 50% conversion rate, will become self-paying subscribers and those self-paying subscribers will churn at about 1.6 to 1.8%. So, you know, we estimate that with that kind of economics, we'll add a couple million new subscribers in 2009 over 2008. And, um, you know, we gave uh, guidance that said that we'll have about 21 and a half million subscribers at the end of 2009. Um, And the idea of adding a couple um, you know million additional subscribers each paying 120 dollars a year is a pretty attractive business model and you combine that additional revenue with the 425 million in cost that we have gets us to where we have EBITDA positive for the first time in our history
3: but is there a concern that that uh, that the subscription trend is kind of a, a trailing indicator and that the economy you know really took a hit in September and we may not see the effect of the lowered consumer confidence now until nine months, 12 months down the road? Am I cons- I, mean, I, I worry about everything. I mean, so believe me, I mean, you know, uh, when I
1: read the Wall Street Journal, you know, and I see what's going on around us, you know, I'm not sitting here saying we're immune mm-hmm. to any of it at all. But right now, we're not seeing, as I speak today, we're not seeing any change in our churn rate. Uh, and we're not seeing any adverse effect in the adding of gross ads. Now, you know, if in fact there were 16 million cars sold instead of, you know, a lesser number, that would be better news for us. But 43 cents a day, you know, if you spend a good amount of time in your car, uh, we think it's a particularly good value proposition, but it's not for most people. It's not that they have to have it. You know, they want to have it. And if you're maybe if you're a trucker, you know, and you spend a lot of time in your vehicle driving cross country, it's it's after gasoline. You want satellite radio. But we have over 90 percent of our subscribers like the service. You know, we think that uh, what's happening in terrestrial radio is helping us because they're not investing in themselves. So, therefore, they're making it easier for us to pick off subscribers. Uh, but I do wish that the economy got better. You,
0: Mel, you talk about worrying about things. What about internet in the car? I think Chrysler and BMW both were the first to start offering internet in the car. And I'm thinking, what's this due to satellite radio? It's not there yet, but give it time, they'll improve this thing, and now I can stream any radio
1: station in the world. And assume it's gonna happen, and assume it's gonna be everywhere. And in the same way that you have an AM and FM radio and somebody who might care about HD radio, whatever that is. And I was gonna ask you about that too. Right? <laughs> someone that has a uh, iPod jack, you know, that, that is in there, uh, the internet will be there. And I think what it gets down to, uh, which is great for the consumer, is that it's all about the content. So it's not about the technology, it's about the fact that there is just going to be a tremendous number of ways that people can access content when they're in that car, and particularly audio content. And I think it gets down to whose content is the best. And what people are listening to is not the pipe, they're listening to the content. And our content, we've invested an awful lot of money in content. And whether or not you want uh, the NFL or NASCAR or Howard Stern or Oprah, you know, we believe that we have the best content on radio. And uh, I don't think that uh, any of your viewers are going to be able to come up with some content that's on the internet. That has more brand name or more value than our content. Now there's plenty of content on the internet, plenty of content, and it'll be available to you in the car. But the question is whether or not that is better content than what you can get from uh, our service. And you know we're sort of built into the dashboard. We have a very easy user interface. You know you have an AM button, you have an FM button, and you have a Sirius or XM button. So. Um, you know, do I wish that it was back to where everyone took their AM, FM out and there was no, you know, but that's not realistic. Um, but I think that we have the, the the prevailing business model that makes us win.
2: I'd like to ask a content question. Is the goal to get to a point where, like for example, now if somebody buys a Ford, they're a baseball fan, they get the NFL, they don't get Major League Baseball. Is the goal to get to the point where if you have Sirius, you can have your choice of the pay channels that are on XM and vice versa? Yeah, um, our goal is, and, and we've made some of XM's content
1: available on to serious subscribers. So right now, Oprah's uh, content is available, the National Hockey League, the NBA. We're currently having discussions because we'd like to have Major League Baseball available to serious subscribers. Uh, already the XM subscribers are able to get Howard Stern and they're able to get the NFL and they're able to get a lot of uh, you know Martha Stewart. So the goal would be to be very consumer friendly. One of the benefits of the would be that you know it's not like if you have an AM radio you know you need a separate radio to get FM you know they they put that together so if right now we don't want the consumers to have to have two radios we want them to be able to use their existing radio and for us to be able to put the best of on that and ultimately very very long term because we can't make the existing radios obsolete we'd like to consolidate you know into one spectrum.
3: Is there any, any discussion about um, giving consumers a menu of picking which one you want? If I'm not a hockey fan or a, a basketball fan, I can take uh, Major League Baseball uh, and Howard Stern and maybe the NFL um, or even switch out uh, for six months of the season. So one of
1: the things that we are going to offer uh, in the first quarter of 2009 in the aftermarket <clears throat> is going to be an a la carte radio. where you'll be able to do exactly what you're saying and we will be very happy to work with the car companies if anybody really wants to in the future put a chipset into the vehicles that will enable that radio because you'd need to have a new radio you can't do it with the existing radios to have a uh, new radio that would get you a la carte radio Uh, the jury's out on whether or not when you're only paying 43 cents a day uh, you know, for satellite radio and it's $12.95 a month, that's to whether or not you really, you know, want to have the ability to pick and choose, because the things like you're mentioning are all premium channels. So it's not going to be a hard if in fact you're going to want Howard Stern where you'll pay five dollars for that, and if in fact you're going to want the NFL, maybe you'll pay four dollars for the NFL, and you're going to get to a point where the $1295 is the most efficient way for you to get it. But we do, um, and will have it, available in the first quarter for in the aftermarket.
0: Is now, a- will you go beyond radio? And I ask that because, as I'm sure you're aware, Chrysler now offers four television stations in its minivans, and I believe they're using the, the Sirius uh, signal to get it down there. So, so it, it's you're gonna go
1: beyond uh, so radio? That's our service, uh-huh. it's uh, Sirius uh, Backseat TV. Uh, and it's three channels. We have Nickelodeon, we have Cartoon Channel, and we have the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we, have, uh, we did that because Chrysler wanted us to. Not because we thought it was a great business model, not because we wanted to be in the television business. We had a very important partner who th- who our engineers had developed the technology that using a tiny antenna, you know, at going at 65 miles an hour, you can get live television. So if you're at home watching Nickelodeon and you've got to take your kid to the soccer game, you walk out and you turn on and you get Nickelodeon there. Um, we don't think that that is f- effective use of our bandwidth, you know, that for every television channel. So you're not going to pursue up. this then? No, we're pursuing it as l- f- far as we've gone and we've done it, you know, because of the important partner, but mm-hmm. it's, it's not like we have a, a great desire to expand it. Gotcha.
2: Do you see advertising taking more of a space? I know you don't want to do that on music channels, but on other channels? Sure, I, I think that as the two companies
1: have merged and as we now are the second largest, only Comcast has more subscribers than uh, Sirius XM has. You know, we have more than DirecTV and more than Echo Start today. We have, um, as I mentioned, at, by year end, we'll have 19 and a half million subscribers. The advertising is an important second revenue stream. Uh, Subscriptions will be about 95, 96% of our revenue. As time goes on and as we increase the number of subscribers on our non-music channels, our sports channels and talk channels, uh, Oprah's channel takes advertising, Howard Stern's channel takes advertising. How do you make that decision? Music yes, or music no and uh, and the others yes? Um, Because one of the greatest drivers behind our getting subscribers is the fact that the consumers are so turned off by what happened when all of these terrestrial radio stations combined and they suddenly started running so many commercials to you know, make up for the slowness of, in advertising. So non-commercial music is a major, major driver of our business. If you talk to people who are listening to FM radio today and sit there and say, you know, what do you like about it? What don't you like about it? Virtually everybody will say, I hate they run all of those commercials and And that's why they put buttons in the radio so you can jump stations and what we now have is not only no commercials but if you like country music you know and you're in new york city uh unlike detroit new york has no country music radio stations we have six country music station. So we'll give you more choice. We'll give you all types of music and we'll do it without commercials. So it would be foolish for us to put commercials on because we make some advertising revenue, but I think that we would turn off a lot of listeners and therefore lose subscribers. And that churn number would increase.
3: What's the potential for uh, non-automotive satellite radio? You can buy handheld receivers now, but is there much of a market there? So there's uh, a bunch of places. So if you like satellite radio in your car,
1: then why don't you want it in your home? Mm -hmm. And why don't you want it in a wearable model? And why don't you want it on your boat? And why don't you want it wherever you're going to go? And by the way, there's 216 million used cars on the road today so why if you're getting it in your new car don't you want that second subscription in these other places so the car is the holy grail for satellite radio you know radio is out of home more than in home you know when you're home you tend to be watching television or you're on the computer or you're doing some other things when you're in the car you know, you're more apt to be listening to the radio, and that's where we have our largest audience. But we have a wearable product, we have home products. Um, what, have, what's
0: the wearable product? You don't run around with an antenna on your well, head, do you? No, or I, I mean, wearable?
1: I have what we have. It is that you. It's about that, uh, that big, and it looks uh, very much like your iPod would look, or an MP3 player. Except the difference is that you get satellite radio, and that. Uh, you have your same earbuds and that you're able to get live satellite radio much like you would get your canned content on your MP3 player. One of of the things for us that makes radio different is the whole idea of discovery. So it's not only like you want to have news channels and business channels and entertainment channels live, but on music, you want people who want to decide what music to put on their iPod or the unpredictability nature of hearing a song that you haven't mm-hmm. heard, you know, for a long time. So, um, you know, it's the next generation of radio. I mean, it was as natural as FM replaced AM principally. It doesn't mean AM's not around. Obviously, it's got a great AM radio station uh, represented at the table and it will be around for a long time. But satellite radio is where more and more of the audience will move to
2: while AM, FM will continue to exist. What do you think the car entertainment system is going to be like in 10 to 15 years? You'll be a part of it, but there's going to be a whole lot more. Mind-boggling. I mean, I think the consumer is going to have, the the engineers, you know, um,
1: are going to be able to do all kinds of things with technology. Then the question becomes, what's the business model and what does the consumer want? Not just what, technology can we possibly do? And I think that the idea of having Wi-Fi, you know, in the car, uh, there'll still be an AM, FM radio, there'll be, still be satellite radio, who knows what else, there'll be a plug for your, you know, uh, MP3 player. Um, I think the consumer is going to have a lot of choices on their content. And I think the key is going to be the company, what company is going to have the best content, you know, and the best interface in the car and be, you know, there and be wherever the consumer wants. But it's not, the technology is not going to shrink the number of choices that the consumer has.
3: How much of an issue is bandwidth? You mentioned uh, about television that you don't see that as a good use of your bandwidth. Uh, If there's all this future content and potential, um, do you run out of bandwidth at some point? uh, One of the advantages is that we have about
1: 145 channels today so that we are able to deal with 145. Would I like more? Well, it depends on which hat I'm wearing. So if I'm wearing the hat that makes me want to satisfy consumers, then the answer is sure. Instead of giving them only five or six country music stations, don't I wanna give them 10 country music stations, right? If I'm wearing the hat of being a, Protector of our finances, I said. You know what? It's much better to only program 145 channels than to have to pay for programming on 300 channels. So we think we have a great balance of having enough choice. I mean, in in most cities in the United States, there really are less than 50 channels that the consumer gets in all of radio. So we're now coming along and saying, just like cable television, added all of these channels so you went from having just your over-the-air channels maybe it was three four five channels to now you had a hundred channels now you have 300 channels I'm saying I don't know if I need 300 channels maybe having the 145 channels and, and through compression technology we'll add some more you know as time goes on but we really think that we have the mix and if at any point uh, there's a genre or there's talent or programming that we're missing, we'll make the decision as to which our subscribers want more. You know, we have an Asian channel now, you know, maybe we'll have a Mandarin Chinese channel. Mel, we're down to less than the last minute. I want to give you a chance to talk about your lapel button. Explain. Well, great. Thanks for asking. So um, this um, button is uh, the logo for Autism Speaks. Um, it's an organization that I'm on the board and very supportive of, uh, you know, a uh, Families out there know that one in 150 uh, children, one in 100 boys that are born, have autism, and this is the missing puzzle piece from a child. Is there a website people can go to? Uh, www.autismspeaks.org. Real good. Thanks for asking.
0: Yeah, no, you're more than welcome. Great having you on the show, great discussion. Mel, thanks so much, and Neil and Jeff, thank you guys too, and I'll be back in a moment with some closing thoughts. Say, like we always do, we're going to put more of our interview with Mel Carmazan in the extra section of our website at AutoLineDetroit.TV. We'll be talking about the role satellite radio can play in the telematics business. And while you're there, you ought to check out our new program called AutoLine Daily. We just started a daily webcast that covers the latest news in the global automotive industry. It's a great way to keep up with what's going on in this industry, and these days, there sure is a lot to keep up with. Be sure to join us again next week when we talk to several experts on automotive quality to learn the best way that automakers can boost the quality of their cars. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again next week. Visit our website for even more great content all week long. AutoLine Extra, Johns Journal, Podcasts, and even more. So click over and get
3: the inside view at AutoLine Detroit. TV.